Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The 27 Club is a podcast about famous musicians who died prematurely and sometimes mysteriously at the age of 27. This podcast is hosted by me, Jake Brennan, creator and host of the award-winning music and true crime podcast, Disgraceland. Season 2 of The 27 Club launches June 18th, 2020, with 12 episodes on the life and death of Jim Morrison of The Doors. The 27 Club contains adult content and explicit language. You can listen to The 27 Club on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Open your hearts, loosen your butts, it's time for Couples Therapy. Yeah. This podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situations, shits and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text, sex, regrets, so feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. Hey everyone, welcome to Couples Therapy. My name is Andy. And I am Naomi. We are a real life couple, a real life couple of comedians. And on this show, we take the best hits from our live show. Live-ish? Live-ish, I mean. Our Twitch show? Our internet show? We still have a couple, we have a a couple live shows from uh, before Oh yeah, we've got sets from the before times for you. Before the shelter at home um, order took effect. Uh, we take the best sets from our live show and bring them uh, where comics who are close do sets together about the re- relationship and bring them to you. We also do episodes in the studio. Also now <laughs> Zoom <laughs> at home where we have guests we love answer your relationship questions. Yes. And this episode is one of those and I'm just so excited about this guest. Oh, this was wonderful. I, um, I'm so glad uh, I call it a meeting of the minds between uh, Samus and Black Dress. I'm like obsessed with her. You have no idea. My friend crush is strong. Yeah. You guys, today's guest is Dr. Anango Lamumba Kasongo. She is a doctor, a podcaster, a professor, a rapper who you may also know under her moniker Samus. She is also the person who wrote and performs the couples therapy theme song. Can you imagine? Ooh, you went Oprah for that. Honey, I live. And you guys, this is my, this is my first time meeting Samus. Hey, Andy going, her. <laughs> if you're going Oprah, you might as well uh, lift up some uh, very mediocre pseudoscientific white Could men. you please stay on task? <laughs> no one has time for that. Let me tell you more about Anango. I can't, I can't read Dr. Phil on my own podcast. <laughs> Not in the middle of me talking about Samus. Okay, you guys. 
Anongo, a.k.a. Samus, does it all. She is a postdoctoral fellow at Brown University right now, and she is there currently teaching classes on how to rap. Can you imagine what these Rhode Island students (laughs) are doing in this class? Rich white brown Cannot wait. She's doing a true mitzvah. Anango also co-hosts and co-produces the podcast Zero Suits with her husband, Lon Ray. Zero Suits podcast where they talk about surviving and thriving and sometimes just existing as a creative. Also, Samus is an audio director at a new R&D game studio called Glow Up Games, and she is currently working on a new game for the TV show Insecure. Hello, that is coming soon, so you need to get on it. And can I also say, you should download all of her albums uh, on samusmusic.bandcamp.com. Um, I first heard her, she like featured on someone else's song, and I was like, oh, that sounds great. And then I checked out her albums, and I'm like, oh, these are fantastic. Yes, Samus is the best. So again, Samus Music, S-A-M-M-U-S, music.bandcamp.com. Bye, Husta! <laughs> you already <laughs> listening to my ass, so you support black women. So you need to just add Samus to your list. And she is the best, and she was so nice, and we got into it, answering yeah. your relationship questions in a time of quarantine. Yeah, uh, and before we get to it, uh, slight housekeeping. I mean, tiniest of yeah, housekeeping. Tiniest of housekeeping. Uh, of course, we have a Patreon. Uh, $5 a month gets you two extra episodes. Yes. Me and Naomi, actually, it gets you a lot of stuff at this point, because <laughs> we put all, every Wednesday at 2 p.m. PST, we are streaming live. Naomi and me, sometimes we have guests on. Yes. Live to you at twitch.tv slash couples therapy pod. Uh, we're doing a show for you. And we always put the audio up on the, on yes. the Patreon afterwards. Right. So if you can't make it that day, it will be up on the Patreon. That's $5. And yeah. that's uh, patreon.com slash couples therapy pod. If you want to check out the Twitch on Wednesdays, again, that is twitch.tv slash couples therapy pod. Yeah. And as always, hit us up on socials. We ain't doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into it. Roll it. The listeners just heard the same voice twice in a row. Twice in a row. Both oh in God. the beginning. Our theme song. And then there was an intro. In the intro. But then, <laughs> you, Anango, <laughs> who wrote our theme song. I'm back. Oh my well, God, you guys, this is huge. A professor, a rapper. How you doing here in Quar Quar, as <laughs> I've been calling it, and Naomi's Ooh. hated me calling it. <laughs> I second Naomi's uh, <laughs> objections, I have to say. Um, but it has been okay. I, I go back and forth, you know, because on the one hand, I think we were talking a little bit about this earlier. I'm grateful. You know, I'm healthy. I'm okay. Yes. The people I love and care about, for the most part, are doing okay. But I'm also losing my mind and yeah. wondering, you know, having existential crises every day. So it's just like, okay, where is the balance? Where yes. are we going to find the balance in this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize, I didn't think about the like, I'm like, oh, I'm healthy in terms of like, uh, I don't have coronavirus. But <laughs> right. I didn't realize like the stress, just in one month, the number of gray hairs mm-hmm. I have doubled. Uh-huh. Yep. And, yep. 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 Uh, and I realized that like the stress of, constantly worrying about contaminants coming in the house. I, I, you know, I have work to do and I spend half my day (laughs) with a disinfectant wipe rubbing groceries at the foot of our stairs. I mean, 
it is very interesting only because Andy, I tend to be the worrier. Like mm. when I first got a whiff of the Rona, I was like, go to Target, stock the fuck up. <laughs> then he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. This is February. Oh, that was you? You were the toilet yes. paper? Ho- okay. And, and the February girl. I, said, I got, w- hold on. I got one thing of toilet paper. We're not hoarders. <laughs> I just want everyone to know we're not hoarders. We don't hoard old newspapers and we don't hoard food that other people could use. I want that on the record. Okay. That needs to be on the record. It's on okay. the record. But the point <laughs> is, you. I'm normally the one who's like at a 10 ready yes. for the pay pandemic and then i found that since it's really started you now are kind of becoming the anxious one not necessarily more Mm. anxious than me but you're just joining me where i live oh okay (laughs) and and that was i was not prepared for it yeah yeah well (laughs) it's uh it's a lot it's do you do you guys ever both of you i i when i would uh walk around in new york and Mm. or any large city uh my brain uh, would kind of figure out other people's trajectories. Uh-huh. So mm. my brain is used to think like keeping track of a lot of um, a lot of kinds of uh, a lot of data. Let's say, all right. Yeah. And this is just overwhelming it because it's constantly like tra- keeping track of um, like what's contaminated, what isn't contaminated, and there's too many things that could be contaminated. Right. So my brain right. is constantly like like lighting up hot spots of everything and trying to keep track of what's contaminated, what isn't contaminated. It's just oh driving me nuts. It's a lot. <laughs> I'm going nuts. It's a lot to process. Um, Anango, you have a lover, correct? I do have a lover. For now, we are... Uh, <laughs> You know, quarantined, it'll test you, but we're, we're, we're going strong. Is there, have you found out, have you learned anything new about him in this process of being quarantined? Oh my gosh. What have I learned? So his ah. name is Lanre. Okay, Lanre, um, tell me everything. And what I have learned about him, A, I've learned that he's a very resourceful, good chef. Um, okay. I already... Which is great because yes. I don't cook anything. I don't know how to cook. <laughs> um, I think you had tweeted something about not knowing how to cook, and I felt really excited about that or not <laughs> caring about cooking. Yes, um, yes. So that has been really beautiful. Um, he likes video games a lot more than I realized. So uh-huh. for my birthday, he got me a PlayStation Four, and we have been we've been like rekindling our love for each other through Grand Theft Auto and just being <laughs> reckless. <laughs> And uh, yeah, that has been a really strange place for us to have like a, a real like sexy connection. Over <laughs> how many people are you going to run over? You know, it's, it's very, it's it's revealed some some things we might need to unpack later after quarantine. <laughs> yeah. Later, later. Is it is it uh, that you got you don't play the missions? You just go around like shooting stuff, right? We sometimes play the missions, but it's definitely more about the like general debauchery. Um, <laughs> But we're trying to get more on track. We're trying to do more of the missions and stop letting loose every time we turn the game on. <laughs> oh is it God. getting out your? Is it getting out like anger in general? Is it getting out frustration? Like, is this your version of couples therapy where maybe you know you're what? working maybe out your is. own issues through <laughs> shooting down a helicopter <laughs> with a uh, rocket launcher? Yeah, it's like a safe space to shoot down a helicopter with a rocket launcher. You know, that's that's how I'm conceiving of it. Just to kind of, like you said, to keep keep myself sane and not be like, wow, this is reflective of some serious issues both of you have. Instead, I'm like, oh, this is a cute little way that we're just, you know, reconnecting with the outside, but not really. Yes. Naomi, you don't like video games, do you? 
I really want to. I only play the ones on the phone. Like I play, you know, Candy yeah. Crush and all that kind of stuff. But growing up, because I was an only child and I didn't have video games. Mm-hmm. And then when I would go visit my cousins, they all had video games in Detroit. But I didn't know how to play them. So no one had yeah. time for me. So I never really got, you know, I never got that running start. And now I feel like if I play now, I just smash. I just button smash and just hope oh, something will through. happen. That's really? what we do over here. Okay. That is our style. <laughs> I used to um I never had a PlayStation growing up. I was a I'm a Nintendo kid and my friends all got PlayStations and got Tekken when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And so I would just pick like the characters that you could just button mash and <laughs> Uh, I would infuriate my friends when I would win because yeah. they had Tekken. They would spend every afternoon after school playing Tekken and learning all the maneuvers and learning exactly like what buttons, you know, uh, sequences uh, to defeat people. And then I go in there and I just go, bam, smash. No. It's like and- a metaphor. It's a metaphor for so many other things, right? Like the actual, like the talented thoughtful mm-hmm. <laughs> just completely overlooked right by it's the politics. Politics. yes God, i've said this before <laughs> i wrote papers on it yeah button mashing yes is american politics wow yes. now samus was that your okay, samus inongo sorry i always forget i'm like you call me both that's okay fine. thank you thank you um, do you wait wait but i i know what question i can assume what question you're gonna ask do you go by your alias? I've always wondered about people who have an <laughs> alias, uh, uh, like an artistic <laughs> alias. Like if you were Banksy and we were just hanging out, and would I call you Banksy or would I call you Nigel or whatever the fuck his name is? <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's weird because like depending on the context in which people meet me, I mm-hmm. definitely am Samus. And it still feels like very strange to me when someone's like, hey, Samus, let's get a drink. Because I'm like, but I'm not really Samus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually an Ango. Like, it doesn't feel bad. Mm-hmm. It just it's, it's just a reminder to me that, like, I totally invented something and now people are just knowing me as that thing. Like, if it's, it's the strange, like, maybe like a power. It feels like a, a high from like, wow, I made up this identity about myself and now it's become a real-ish thing. Uh-huh. Um, and especially because the name Samus, because Samus refers to another character, I love the idea of me being the primary Samus in yeah. people's mind. <laughs> of course. But wait, you feel like though Samus is not, when you say I created a whole nother character, it's not fully divorced from, Samus is a part of you. It's a part of you. It's, it's a very specific part of me. It's like uh-huh. the part of me that's brave enough to go on stage and can like, you know, talk shit and just doesn't <laughs> care. The other part of me is more like how you described yourselves as being like very anxious. Mm-hmm. That That's Inango. Like that is her, that is her yes. jam. Like, yes. <laughs> being anxious. Like the crazy thing about this pandemic is that it was it's I feel like it was billed as the perfect thing for like hypochondriacs and introverts. Right. And we're all losing it. Like we don't have the tools for this. Exactly. Yeah. I'm generally an anxious, like fearful, quiet person. Wow. Why have you guys I need the listeners to know that given considering um, uh, the length of time you've known Anango, this is the first time we're meeting. And I'm like, how has this not happened earlier? Considering Mm. we are both bespectacled and terrified. (laughs) We need to be connecting. Oh my God, that's a movement. Can we, can you you get that going, please? I honestly, we're going to start a hashtag. We're going to find our people. And then when this is all over, 
whatever will meet up still standing six feet apart. Right, BBT, exactly. <laughs> BBT, black, bespectacled, and terrified. Yes, that's it. Happened it happened here. It happened here. <laughs> it happened here. Um, but, but you you were about to ask a question about... Well, think, no, I was more asking about, just because we were talking about... Um, well, more to the question and comment. So you got your PhD mm-hmm. in science and tech. Can you explain if you feel like it? Because now you are officially <laughs> a doctor. What was it like about? Like, what was this? Like, what about science and tech for a very lay, lay, lazy person? <laughs> As a fellow lazy person, let me see how I can do this. So basically, so the field of science and technology studies broadly is asking questions about like, how are science and technology socially constructed? Like they very much feel like things that descended from the heavens, right? Like we get our iPhone mm-hmm. or or in this moment, we're looking at all this data and it can be divorced from the people who actually make the thing or actually think about the thing. And so this field is like, okay, how do we actually build our values into the technology that we that we love so much or that we hate so much? Mm-hmm. So for example, something like facial recognition, right? You know how it tries to play black people regularly, uh-huh. right? And so <laughs> this idea that people designed this technology without thinking about how it would affect people right. of color, right? When our field is kind of invested in that like question or, or, or the folks who kind of overlook how important that question is to it. And like uh-huh. my general research is just about the the politics of recording studios, like recording oh. spaces, mm-hmm. community-based recording spaces where people can kind of come in and it's based, it's, it's kind of framed as a space where folks who don't have access to tools or technology of the studio can come in and learn how to produce, how to record and mix and master. And so I just kind of hung out at the studio for a bunch of years and wrote a little dissertation. <laughs> a little Turned dissertation. A big <laughs> ass dissertation. You are a doctor. And then it was done and I somehow left the room. Nobody asked questions. And I got a piece of paper. <laughs> By the way, if you want uh, a very, a listener, a very easy example, go on Zoom, Zoom while black and yes. try to put on mm. a fun background and see if you show up. You show me if you put up, uh, yeah. If you put up a fun background and you're white, you get to have a fun background. But black, you if they it will not see you if you could like move and just disappear. Right. It was like I thought that was savagery. You know what I mean? Because I'm out here. We can't have nothing. We can't have nothing quirky and fun. Mm -hmm. I was so mad, but it was so funny though because we did a family Zoom like last weekend for Easter. For Easter, and like my mother and her husband, he is, I guess Spanish. The point is, he light-skinned it. <laughs> and my mother is not. She's my color. But he, like, he knows tech, so he, like, made a fun background. Mm-hmm. And then literally my mother, like, went to grab something, and she was gone. She's and gone. I was like, Ma, <laughs> you have to stay still. You have to sit perfectly still, or else you disappear. Yeah. Zoom's like oh. a velociraptor. You have yes. to stand perfectly yes. still. Yes. Yet just another like metaphor. Yet another <laughs> metaphor. We have to be perfect and prim and proper. We can't have a hair out of place. Dumb we up. can't move this. Meanwhile, people doing backflips on Zoom, twerking, whatever. <laughs> it's just not fair. It's not right. It's not right. And it's not. It's not right. It's not. A, it's not all right. Yeah. It's not okay. Mm-hmm. So wait. Wait. Here's a question. I want to go back to the persona thing for yes, a second because must. I've been. It's been uh, in my head a little bit because I've been thinking about like. Comedic characters, mm-hmm. and like I, I'm, it's I'm curious about like does it, it does being Sam if you like 
you're Samus, but like, is it a thing like you go on stage and you are all caps Samus, <laughs> right? It's a thing that, does it give you a certain, like, is there something about it that gives you a certain amount that like, like Naomi, you are like, your handle is Blackdress, but you go on stage as Naomi. Like you get introduced as Naomi. Apparently. Of course. Correct. And like your stage persona is you just with more energy. Yeah, I think so. A little bit freer. I well, do. How do you how do you transform? Because I yeah. Do you do you undergo a transformation like between from like green room to stage? Is there like an inner conversation, or are you do you like become someone as you get onto the stage? Actually, it's interesting. I do think if I were to take a beat, it is definitely an energy choice because I do yeah. think you know we say. Um, anxious and fearful, a big part of me always wants to be under the covers. And I think it's like, and I think that like anytime I choose to like be upright yes. and also what it is to know, for instance, they're all looking at me. I have to yeah. now give them something to look at. I think that's, it's a, that's a very conscious choice, which I think is part of why I'm like physical and I move and I, you know, I try to be like put on a show for even if it's just eight minutes, fucking razzle dazzle. And then yes. literally when it's over, I'm like, I'm going to go lay down. <laughs> Just like roll off the stage. Yes, I would love that. <laughs> I believe half the time I bring my purse on stage and I will keep a coat so I can just walk right out the back. I, I am ready to that. go. Um, I need to start incorporating that into my show. Okay. Actually, when I, would, I was at South by Southwest like two, two or three years ago and I got the chance to see Erica Badu mm -hmm. and it was like an outdoor set and they literally, her car, her black car rolled up. She got out, went on the stage and when she was done, she got back in the car and oh. it left. <laughs> That is it. That's an Eddie Murphy. That's the That's Eddie Murphy. I remember Paul Shear on some podcast was talking about um, Dave, Meet Dave. What was the one where he is an alien? Anyway, I don't know. He apparently he. That's the same thing that would happen. His car would roll up to set. He would get out, do his do his lines, and then get right back in the car. And like a body double would be like the back to the behind. Of his head. Holy shit! Oh my goodness. He wouldn't this even give you that I reverse. To, I know me right. too. I'm like the ultimate power is when people get on my schedule. Like I will work yes. from eleven to three. That's what I can bring to the table. <laughs> Absolutely. To... You know, it's like yeah. people have joked, oh, like you're doing so much. And it's like, I'm doing so much so that I never have to do anything ever again. Like. Correct. Correct. We're, point, we're pointing correct. at each other. For I know we're pointing. <laughs> yes. Through Zoom. There's a Zoom point. You guys are like the Spider-Man meme where Spider-Man <laughs> yes, is yes. pointing at each other. Yes. And exactly. Yeah. Accurate. Yeah. So, okay, wait. So all of that was, I guess, preface <laughs> to ask, is that. Is, is Samus just you, Inanga, with more blank? Or is it something like, um, I don't know, like uh, like the Oh Hello Boys, where, where uh, John You're putting Mulaney... putting on a whole different persona. Yeah, where John Mulaney and Nick Kroll put on an entirely different character that, it, that you know, they get to play around with. And then they are free to do whatever the fuck they want because right. they are they're like, well, case. it's not me, Nick Kroll. It's, you know... Uh, Gil, not Gil Faison. Yeah, or Gil Faison. We know who it is. We're obsessed. <laughs> We're obsessed. Stop pretending. <laughs> I feel like it's definitely just Inango turned up from like mm -hmm. two to like ten, mm -hmm. mostly because like you know when I first started doing this, or when at least when my mom first started first found out that I was doing this, she was like, make sure you don't curse, you know? And so I've, <laughs> it's just a reminder that like, oh, I can't really like completely escape this yes. thing that I'm in. Like people that I know are watching and mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I 
definitely am. I wish that I could be a freer person, but I care what people think. I care yeah. what people think. And so I feel like I'm not able to completely let loose. It's definitely a snarkier, more um, powerful version of myself. Like, I feel like I can say exactly what I mean. Mm-hmm. And you like, I have the mic, so no one can respond. And maybe that's a part yes. of why. Yes, yes, yes. The best part. <laughs> I feel part. like I can say exactly what I mean, you know? <laughs> But it's definitely just turned up. I don't think she's... A, she, Samus is not a different person to me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, that is like you then. Yeah. Like, yeah. you can uh, you could call... You could say white women are a liability on stage, mm. whereas you might yeah. not say that to the white woman who goes up and touches... And, like, taps you on the shoulder without a mask on. Yeah, it's interesting. Mm. I'll, I'll actually more likely say it to a white woman I know than a stranger <laughs> white woman. Yeah, There's something yeah. about, like, yeah, like, if I can engage... Because I say it to my friends. I'll be like, y'all a liability. But <laughs> if a stranger... Just because I think I'm also just hyper-aware of what people see and expect would, from a black woman. Because, like, that black girl who's a... I mean, that white woman who's a stranger... Now I'm like mean and bad. Whereas mm-hmm. someone who would know me or anybody who has any sense that, oh, she's a comic. You know, the people know you're a comic, they kind of let you say shit. That's a little inappropriate. <laughs> they will Ooh, that's let a nice you. superpower. I and, like that. In a way, like it's like you can kind of, because it's kind of like, oh, you, that's what you do. <laughs> but, um, you know, if they don't know me in that contest, then I'm just a bitch. So yeah, you just never know. And you never know how these folks are going to get down. Yes. it's. I mean, it's really true. In these streets, mm-hmm. you cannot. And I, I think growing up in... New York, growing up in Harlem, I just assume, you know, anybody could cut you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't assume people are, I don't assume people are inherently good. I it's a good the working assumption. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but, um, so, um, you know that couples therapy, you know, we talk about relationships and we will be answering relationship questions, which is why I was kind of just asking, you know, making, knowing you're the lover, you know, letting, I just want the- How long have you been married? Exactly. I went, wait, are you married? I am married. I didn't know you guys. So you're a married doctor. I am. My God. You're doing it I'm, all. I'm and you Dr. Guys, Wifey. That's right. Oh, God. You guys, you, get, you can't see this. The skin on Anonga. <laughs> okay? Even through a fucking Zoom. It is luminous. It is Shout clear. out to Fenty because this is not Are you a natural a Fenty? situation. This is a Fenty face. Yeah, we got Fenty <laughs> highlighter. Highlighter. Fenty oh, my God. Yeah. I have never been able to... I, like, I've never learned it. I keep thinking now that I'm in quarantine, it's like, why not practice with makeup and stuff? Mm-hmm. Um, but I still, I just like haven't, I haven't um, started to play. Well, feel free to Zoom anytime you want to. I mean, it took me a long time. I was very, giving you very like too luminous for a while, but I've learned to tone it down. Um, but yeah, shout out to Fenty. Hi, Riri. <laughs> but oh yeah, how, so wait, I, so I totally interrupted because I got so excited. No, so no, how no, long no. have you been just, married? Yeah, how, how long have you guys been oh, married now? Uh, we got married in August. So okay. what feels like 17 years ago, it was like, <laughs> what? Um, how many eight months? months eight, eight months? Eight months. It's a, yeah. it's a baby It's a baby marriage situation. Yeah. yeah. yeah we just, just started. And how long had you been together before you got married? We were together. I mean, this is a highly, hotly contested topic between the two of us. <laughs> But uh, the the date that we've settled on is December 2015. Okay, okay. <laughs> Wait, what yes. was the? What are you uh, arguing over? Yeah. What's what the nature the, of the contestation? Yes, yes. Yeah. What is? Yeah. Like, what are you <laughs> taking as the start date, and what is he taking as the start date? Uh, side note: I would love if there was a part in this where you became like judges, and people could come forth and bring these kinds of debates to you all, and you could make a decision. <laughs> That's like all I've ever wanted to do. <laughs> 
I, we're putting it out there. We will, any listeners or anyone at all, you don't even have to listen to the show. Yeah. But if you got, a, if you got an issue any with human. your person. If you, if you want us to adjudicate, yes. we will. Couples therapy court. Court pulls therapy. Please. Court pulls, oh but also adjudicate God. spelled Jew. Oh, my goodness. J-E-W. And then you can. I put the Jew in adjudicate. Boom. This is, this is so, I'm like, everything's tingling right now. I love, you don't know, I love court shows. I love court shows. Yes. So, Who's your favorite um, judge? Ooh, well, I like Judge Judy. Mm-hmm. I liked Judge Judy just because she would just shut people down so, yeah. you know, effortlessly. Um, divorce court, of yeah. course. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. You know. Um, Definitely. Joe Brown. And How do you feel about Judge Joe Matt- Brown? Oh, Judge Joe Brown, Mathis. Mathis, yes. is, Mathis is probably my favorite. Yeah. If yes. I really have to think about who who just brings it, the comedy, the yes. love, yes. the jokes, the roasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mathis. Yeah, yeah Mathis um, is a showman, a true showman. He's perfect yeah. for the cameras. Joe Brown's a little senile. I just can't really get down with him. Those, hey, senile's in. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. We're going to be. You're one, right. My someone, bad. Someone that gets elected is going to be senile. Yeah. I don't want them senile. So mm. that's how that's going to go. Wait, we don't talk about politics. So wait, wait, let's adjudicate <laughs> this. You guys agree. I mean, I don't want to open okay. up. I don't want to open up a closed case. But <laughs> it's uh, it's it's closed, but periodically opens. So okay. <laughs> uh, basically, I was under the impression that the first I love you. That's when things like really started. Oh, anything, yes. Right. Yes. Anything before that, it was we were just playing around. <laughs> he was under the impression that we had started a little bit before that. And okay, you know, so there's this gray area where uh, how long things, months? It's like months. It was okay. a couple months. It was okay. a couple months. It was like sep- sep- between September and December of that year. Mm-hmm. There, there were questions. There right. were questions. Things happened. Things may or may not have happened, you know. And so there was just this giant question mark about, okay, well, you know, is this for real or is this mm-hmm. not for real? And I was uh-huh. under the impression that it was not for real until certain things had taken place, like okay. the I love you. Yes. He was under the impression that, okay, well, we're talking, so that means we're we're a thing. So Were you dating anyone else during that three-month period before December? I was not dating. Dot, dot, dot. Anyway. Okay, you were talking. You were talking. You were. Uh huh. Okay. Oh, the most rich ellipsis. Yes. Rich yes. Fill, fill that ellipsis in with anything you'd like to. Uh, yeah, the, in that case, the, uh, whatever is filled in, whatever the dots fill in, um, I would then, I'd have to say December, right? I think it's the I love you because. Right, that's what yes, I'm saying. December. No, exactly. But not even just simply, it's like, because I think the thing is, and it's interesting the way people, people don't want to use their goddamn words. You can't mm. be over here assuming I'm in a situation with you and we ain't even talked about what the situation is. That's the thing. These that's gentlemen. That's the thing. <laughs> these gentlemen don't want to use the damn words. I it appreciate like, I thought you, you knew. Uh, right now. Like, Use your words. Use what the good Lord gave us (laughs) to have these conversations. Because I, like you said, right? You always assume that anybody could come at you, right? Like, and that that is kind of my maybe not the best mentality to go into dating. But (laughs) well, that's how I live, and that's how I love. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It bleeds into your love, your love (laughs) philosophy. So for me, it was like, okay, I'm not going to assume until something's on paper. Until I've heard it, I can I can verify it independently with like two sources. Yeah, I don't believe this is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear that. For us, it was the first time we made out. 
because we we both are we're uh, we don't play around. So if we're gonna make what what oh, oh wait what are you? <laughs> oh my goodness! Can Uh-oh. I be the judge? <laughs> wait. No 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 no! I definitely went into that makeout knowing like okay. This is not just like a one-time thing. But that wasn't like, oh, this is going to be my boyfriend. Like, I didn't know you were going to be my boyfriend. No, no, no. In retrospect, it's a, uh, it's a retroactive anniversary. Oh, right, right, right. That's, what, that's why we made that the anniversary. But, I mean, we did, though, okay. have a conversation a few weeks in where you, I mean, you were literally like, you were like, so I'm not seeing anybody else. And I was just like, okay, me neither. And it was just kind of like, okay, now this, now here we right. are. Right, right, right. And then yes. the thing yes. goes. Right. Yes. And until, until that happened, what was the headspace? Was it like, oh my God, is this is developing? Like, were you like, oh, I know this is going to eventually, like this is going to be solidify or. Oh God, I didn't know. You were so emotionally, like you played. Interesting though, for the person in the relationship who said stuff first, like Andy said, I love you first. Mm-hmm. And he was the one who had the conversation. The day-to-day, he wasn't very effusive. So I didn't yeah. really, I wasn't necessarily sure kind of until those bigger things. You know, right. like even the I love you is him being like, okay, I realize it because you made me so mad. But I just, <laughs> am, I just like, my heart hurts. He was like, I love you. Like it was like, you knew you loved me because I, I worked it. your nerve, but you didn't want to <laughs> leave. <laughs> like even That's beautiful. That, it was That's very like true tender. love, yeah. It was yeah. tender from the jump. Tender from the jump. <laughs> yeah, but I, but the tenderness had to like break out from the uh, emotional prison. Yep, that was ah. that was built around my heart. Okay, by ice. <laughs> Ooh, what those a emotional prisons. What those emotional prisons. prisons. Mm. And abolish prison, right, everyone? <laughs> At the same time, right? I, I love a good political <laughs> message threaded in. <laughs> abolish ice. Abolish prison. I think we're all on the same page. <laughs> Yes. I don't know. Some people got to go somewhere. Prison, I mean. How about an island? How about Saint, Little St. James? I hear it's not being used at the moment. <laughs> That's Epstein's know. Island, if you never. <laughs> I'm so bad at you. I can't. I can't. You know I don't like when you bring him up. Oh, God. We're going to take a break, and we're going to come back with a nongo. We're going to answer some questions. We, I got to regroup after the Epstein. We'll be right back. Hey guys, it's Bobby Bones. I host The Bobby Bones Show, and I'm pretty much always sleepy because I wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning. A couple hours later, I get all my friends together, and we get into a room, and we do a radio show. We share our lives, we tell our stories, we try to find as much good in the world as we possibly can, and we look through the news of the day that you'll care about. Also, your favorite country artists are always stopping by to hang out and share their lives and music, too. So wake up with a bunch of my friends on Big 104.7 in Pittsburgh or wherever the road takes you on the iHeartRadio app. And we're back. So, uh, Anago, we uh, put out the call to our listeners to mm-hmm. uh, send us questions. Uh, they can either DM us on Twitter, <laughs> DM us Ooh. on Instagram, <laughs> send goodness. us an email at couplestherapypod.gmail.com or send a voicemail and we have a smattering of all of these things wow so no, people it, it, people in quarantine they got questions so it's like good we got a lot we got a I'm, lot of people. i'm curious about what these questions are about like i feel like they won't necessarily be about <laughs> well okay so i chose this one because i think it uh, i think you and Nango specifically could answer this question because okay. it comes to us from sarah by email 
And the subject is PhD and relationship problems. Please help. Oh. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Okay. I'll try. <laughs> but in uh, my mind, one got to go, girl. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, that might be the answer <laughs> to this. Um, dearest Andy and Naomi, first of all, and guest. Yeah. Uh, first of all, you guys are the best. Uh, oh, I like only- <laughs> always read this part. I'm like, you ain't got to read the... The part, this part. The only comedy podcast I listen to <laughs> and my only Patreon subscription. Uh, this letter has oh, many God. components, but I promise that all it's all relevant and leads up to the question. Wow, okay, this is, it. we're getting into it. I've been with my partner seven years. We are happy, but we both have our issues. Okay. For one, I constantly feel pressured by him to get a better job. Uh-oh. Ooh. Uh, and by pressure, I mean he says stuff like, quote, if you had a real job. No. Okay. Dot, dot, dot. Uh-oh. Another... Pregnant ellipsis. Uh, please note, <laughs> please note, I am a professor. Okay. 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 All right. <laughs> Stop the letter. <laughs> uh, because there's... now I'm personally attacked. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> His problem is I work at a community college. I can only pick up part-time work and I only make about a third of what he makes. Note here that he makes over a hundred K. Also God. note that society has already decided that I will never make as much as him because I'm a woman. Natch. Mm. What's mm. more, I'm disabled. I've had MS for almost 15 years. Don't worry, mm. I'm okay, but this is important. Partly because of the pressure to do better, parenthesis, coming only from him, mind you, my parents are hillbillies and don't believe in college, <laughs> and, and parenthesis, and partly because I wanted to increase my chances of finding a disability-friendly online job, I applied for PhD programs. After mm. being accepted, I had my first trigeminal neutralgia attack and my life was changed forever. Look it up. It's awful. And the medication makes me sleep 12 plus hours a day. Wow. Wow. I couldn't work and I was offered a full research assistantship at the university. So it made sense to leave the job I love and be a full-time student. Great. There's a reason only 2% of PhD graduates are disabled. Accommodation and equality are two very different words. Mm -hmm. People think they understand because they know someone. And if they did If they did it, you can do it. Yeah, if they did it, you can do it. Even if they do know someone that spent a week being stabbed in the eye with an ice pick, how can someone (laughs) else's pain help them understand mine? Anyways, the point is, I don't like being in school. I lost interest before I started because of these life changes. What's more, everything is mentally and physically difficult for me. But some of it is also on me. I thought I was good at school, but now I get asked to redo papers because I really don't know what these people want. It's demoralizing (laughs) and humiliating. My life is sad enough. When I'm done, I want to go back to the job I had. So at this point, I'm just doing it because it's free and I work so hard to get. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. And because of that pressure I mentioned earlier. I'm worried leaving will strain my relationship, but I'm also straining it by being miserable all the time, so I don't see an obvious solution. I also can't just follow my heart because my heart has nothing to to say about it. She just listens to my brain. (laughs) Mm. And then, Andy, you left school and are very open about it. You were kicked out, but was any of it your decision? I think, uh, yes, <laughs> uh, in the way that I went about it, but uh, I'll say more after Inago. Uh, if so, how was that decision made, and j- just how did you deal with it? Naomi, you love Andy. Is there any part of you that wishes he stuck with it? You could have been married to a doctor. Married doctor. I'm sorry this is so long, but I really hope you can help me with this. With the es- utmost love and appreciation, Sarah. Uh, so, Inago, you, you stuck it out. Uh, what, what do you think? What are your thoughts? By stuck it out, I mean, got your, got your PhD. (laughs) I think Sarah should leave the Academy right now. And it sounds like they were having a very fulfilling experience through teaching before, despite the kind of negative feedback from this partner, whom I am not a fan of. No, at I'm all, not a fan I have either. To I'm not you know, a fan I know either. It started off with like, oh, we're happy, but then all of this like dig, all the digs, yeah. and yeah. Uh, you know, I, I just, I don't know. Maybe you need to think a little bit more about what happiness actually like feels like for you. Like what gives you joy? And I'm, I'm sure being told what you do isn't real or worth it or worthy is not part of that equation. So I absolutely would say leave the PhD program. It's not worth it. I, I honestly, I stuck it out for like sunk costs and, and I'm, I was lucky enough. Let me, let me be real, real about it. Okay, because like I don't this is like this is serious, you know, somebody's life. And for me, I pursued the PhD in large part because I felt like, oh, I don't know what's gonna happen with my music career, right? If I had like known a hundred percent that this thing was gonna right. take off or blow up, I would have been out of school in like <laughs> 20s. You could not have like I would have been packing my stuff up, just running out that dorm. But you know, I stuck it out and then I found that I was able to get other opportunities or leverage my identity as an academic in music worlds oh. to do to get like interesting gigs or be seen differently or received differently. So it was like a, a strategic move for me. But mm-hmm. if there's no kind of like strategy attached to, to what you're doing and you're just miserable, I feel like there is no point in sticking it out. The piece of paper, it like it's very anticlimactic. You get it and it's like, oh, wow, it really is. <laughs> is just a piece of paper <laughs> it's not glowing it's not paying my bills like it's not feeding me it's a piece of paper it's a cool accomplishment a phd is like a cool thing that some folks are privileged to be able to get and that's it that's it it's not an, an evaluation of who you are as a person your worth and ultimately most of the people i know in the academy are sad really (laughs) that's real talk that's real talk like many 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 of them are sad i'm i know a lot of people who are happy but the majority of the folks that i know are distressed and wondering you know what other options they could have taken so it's if you're already feeling that way it's not worth it boo and (laughs) please leave 
your partner when you can. <laughs> I mean, well, no, because I mean, well, that's what I want to weigh in on. But Oof. do you want to talk more about academia as someone who got out? I well, mean, yeah, but I got out in a weird, like, I just, they wouldn't let me do the thing I wanted to do. They wouldn't let me do the research I wanted to do. And I did mm. it anyway. I ignored them. And so, like, I, and, but it, the delusion in my head was that, oh, well, I'm really smart. So, even though I'm doing the thing they told me not to do, they're going to see that it's I'm doing it at uh, an academic level, and so they'll they'll be moved by they'll that. allow it yeah. they'll allow it, <laughs> and that's just that's just I mean, I live in L.A. and I'm around delusion all the time, <laughs> and, and that's a, a, such a high level of delusion. Yes. I should get have gotten a PhD in delusion. Right, the D Ooh. in PhD right. should have been philosophy. Of delusion. Yes. Yeah. Because that's what I was living under. But when you left, right? So, you know, you get kicked out, but I kind got, of yes, doing no. it yourself. Of yeah, your own, like, it, you kicked, got yourself kicked out. It wasn't like right. a, you know, right. you, you weren't thrown out like DJ Jazzy Jeff. No, no, I remember <laughs> on, like, no, no, no. I remember on, like, one of the evaluations of my work. This was, like, um, I was, like, in on the way to be ABD, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the evaluations was, like, he knows what he's doing, but he's not following the directions. And I don't know why. <laughs> 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 I know why. Wait, just wait. Your te- see, they should have gotten you in therapy back then. Mm. They should have just been therapy in mandatory. graduate yes. school. Yes, mandatory mm-hmm. in grad school. Yes, when they stressed and sad. When oh. they gave me my master's, they should have the, there should have been twelve <laughs> free sessions with a therapist. <laughs> but wait, what were you going to ask? Well, sort of. You know, you get kicked out, and you know, as what you're saying is sunk. This idea, Anango, of sunk costs, which kind of keeps mm-hmm. you in it, and then for Sarah, this sense that she got in, so she's going to finish the program. You know, when you left, you know, you had put so much time into grad school, and you know, at one point you were going to go the law route. You said no. Like mm. when you finally broke out, uh-huh. was there any kinds of crisis, like um, no pure joy or anything? Pure joy, because oh, I, what wow. I was doing was shedding the identity that I that was not mine mm. to to get back to the identity that was mine, mm. and in rele- okay. and like in letting that go. Right. They were never going to let me. Um, philosophy in America is is just so I won't get into it, but like it, it's very blinkered. It has no actual connection with reality. Mm. And I was like just butting my head up against like, I don't give a shit about logic. I want to talk about like what what it is to be human, what it means to be human. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, fuck off with that. <laughs> Was that their exact words? I, I wish. I, if they had been cooler, I so wish. Like, no offense to anyone, but like to me, <laughs> academic philosophy is like the Dave Matthews. Of, Ooh. Okay, so no offense to Dave Matthews. No offense to people who like Dave Matthews. In particular, yeah. right. Yeah, like not offense to philosophy. Me, to, like, to like little indie rock boy. Uh, <laughs> that to me is just like, it's not bad. Like, it's not like offensive. It's not... Um, it's well know. done. It's not like neo-Nazi jazz or whatever, but <laughs> <Right>. like, <laughs> which is just tubas. Yep, but like, yep, um, <laughs> but uh, you know, it is just bland and kind of like not that interesting and not relevant to most people, mm-hmm. right? Damn, you really shaded Dave Matthews Band. Right? Really, really came through with like, even though he's like, I'm like, you know how much I love Crash. Mm. You know that's one of my favorite songs. So it's like. Fine. Uh, Fine, Andrew. But it's also popular. Like Harvard, profe- <laughs> Harvard philosophy professors are the ants marching. <laughs> They're Ooh, the, the metaphor continues. <laughs> oh, it will continue. So, 
So it was like, I was like, what I always wanted to do was comedy and write, write and perform sketches and stuff like that. And in embracing that, I embraced who I was and became more of myself. I mean, right. So if we're talking about like embracing who we are, the other thing too, Sarah's dealing with, which fuck, you know, when you, being sick is so, un, it's so mm. frustrating and unfair that yeah. f- because that feeling, it feels unfair because it feels like you, yep. you want one thing, right? And your brain is saying, do this and we want to have that and thinking, and then your body will not let you. Your body yep. is just like, you got to lay down. So mm-hmm. that's so fucking frustrating. So I can only imagine, you know, what she's feeling. I th- and I know there's something like that even when we say like get out of this relationship, I think there's a, a couple things I would love to know. Sarah, you don't have to answer me, but I need you to answer it for yourself. Is this partner of yours helping you as you struggle like this? Mm. Cause you know, I can understand if you're in this situation right now where you just feel like you cannot yeah. get up and out, like maybe you need to stay where you are for a little bit. However, the moment you get a little burst of energy, you pack a bag and get out of the door. <laughs> because yes. if you like the work, and it's because I think, you know, Anango, you're right. Like, if you like the work you're doing, if you were feeling satisfied, if it was bringing you joy, if you're good at it and you're, you know, you were teaching, you were helping people legit, mm-hmm. you know, and the only reason why you are insecure about it is because of the person you who is supposed to love you. Oof. Also the person who has offered to love you by the fucking yeah. by. Right. You know what I mean? Like you said, you're, you know, you said your parents, the hillbillies who don't care about college. It's like, well, okay, you ain't got no choice. This is the person who signed on for you mm. and signed on for your life. And yes. you know, you and I deal with like income disparity in our relationship, but it's like, okay, okay. You make less than him, but like you do the part you can do. If he, if he can't stand that or if he's going to be resentful of that, that's just not the person, you know, and you've yeah. been together seven years, but Hey, you could be 30 or you could be 50 right now. You know, meaning my point being seven years is a lot of time, but it's not like that to me is not a sunk cost game. When it comes mm-hmm. to, to relationships, mm-hmm. you can't yeah. play the sunk cost game. You I, can't say, I've already yeah. put this time in. It's like, girl, you're, you're here. It's tough if you don't right. like I can't, like, this is the difficulty, I think, in, in like, when I, I got a full fellowship and I got a teaching stipend. Mm-hmm. I don't come from money. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. giving up, it wasn't a lot of money. You know, Temple, if you're not in the sciences, Temple gives, well, I mean, at the time, it was, like, 14000 maybe $15,000 mm-hmm. a year. Oh, good it, lord. Yeah. Uh, and, you oh, know, wait, plus the teaching. The no, little teaching money. Oh, no, that's it. That's it. And then I, t- oh. I either had a job during the summer oh, or I taught <laughs> or I, I had some classes during the summer that I paid. Can't. I'm livid. Yeah. And I was living, I was living yeah. close to the poverty line. It's, it mm-hmm. was really tough. I think the reason why I didn't just quit, yeah. I wanted to, I probably wanted to quit a year or two before I got kicked out. Yeah. But mm-hmm. giving up free money. Yeah is really difficult <laughs> yeah, if you tough. don't have it, if you don't have anything Absolutely. to fall back on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right? yeah. 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 No, it's tough. I mean, I, I feel like I have had a very blessed experience of moving through this process and working with an advisor who supports me. It supports mm-hmm. my vision An yeah. advisor who is also a musician. So he was oh, like, wow. Oh, I know what tour is. I, I don't think you're just going to like shake your ass in random dive bars. <laughs> <laughs> I understand why you're doing what you're doing without him. I absolutely would have either been kicked out or dropped out. Yeah. Um, but then also having this alternative source of income through music. And I, I think it, it goes back to what you were saying about joy and like finding yourself and knowing yourself that for me I stopped giving so many fucks about like 
performing this academic role. And once I did that, my work, like my writing started to improve. And I like was able to find a research topic that I cared about. And, yeah. it was, you know, like all of that stuff. So it, it works. But if that hadn't happened and I yeah. was just there, mm-hmm. like, no, you're right. Yeah. Sunk cost. It doesn't matter. Like that, yeah. that time will. It's gone. OK, it's gone. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Now we move. Right. 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 That's cool. You had an advisor who got it. That feels oh, very it was blessed. <laughs> yeah. Trevor, Trevor Pinch, shout out to Trevor Pinch. I was actually, I was emailing him today. Um, we were, we were emailing about Insecure. He's this old ass British white man. I love him. And he was like, hmm, Insecure, I've never heard of this. Let me check it out. I was like, Trevor, I don't know if you're ready. I don't know if you're ready. <laughs> T-Pinch? Did you ever call him T-Pinch? I never did. <laughs> well, did you ever say... Can I just pop in for a pinch? Like just if it's a little a little mini office hour, just like a half hour. I just need to talk to you for a pinch. Uh, if only if only we had been friends when he was advising me, because I would have absolutely thrown these in. You know, it took me a while to start calling my like uh, professors and other folks by their first name. Like it was so weird yep. and traumatic to me. Yes. When, when they'd be like, what are you doing? Call me Trevor. And I'm like, I, Dr. Pinch, I cannot. Like my parents will come in from wherever they are and beat me. I can't do it. I'm sorry. Oh, a hundred percent. And I think that I, did, was it like for me? It was imposter syndrome. It was mm. if I try to like refer to these people on their level, they're gonna realize that I'm a fraud and shouldn't be. I mean, I shouldn't have been there. But like, <laughs> but like they'll they'll realize that I'm not as smart as yeah, and mm. shouldn't be there. Not that I refuse to do the work they want me to do. Yes. Was it was it imposter syndrome for you? Uh, it was imposter syndrome, but it was also just again childhood trauma. Yeah. <laughs> <The> <laughs> and authority. like you, right? You don't. You just don't move past certain lines. Like you're yeah. older, I defer to yeah. you. It just was a really strange thing. So I think it was a, a very like toxic mix of both of those things. Uh-huh. Mm. Uh huh. Toxic mixes. <laughs> That's couples therapy. <laughs> I don't know why I said it. Uh, do you want to take a break and then we'll come back and answer a couple more questions? Yep. All right. We'll be right back. Forgotten is a new podcast about hundreds of young women who have disappeared and turned up dead in Juarez, Mexico, right across the border from El Paso, Texas. It's a story about borders, migration, and corruption. We talk to victims' families, FBI agents, and a former U.S. ambassador to understand why these crimes have remained unsolved. Listen to Forgotten Women of Juarez on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back, still here with Anango, giving us Fenty realness. Shout out mm. to Trevor Pinch, still. <laughs> I just like the name Trevor Pinch. Beep, 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 beep. It's a perfect name. It's such a British name. Yeah. It's so English. All right, so this comes to us by voicemail. Hi, Naomi and Andy. My name is Michael. Love the pod, love the content. Y'all already know. So here's my sitch. I'm living the hashtag social distancing life, and I was trying to get into some ID channel shows, per your suggestion, but my white boyfriend is not having it. Any tips or tricks to convince him to get into the murder investigation of it all? (laughs) Also, have you seen I Am A Killer on Netflix? Thoughts, feelings, emotions? So a couple things here. Um, Investigation discovery shows. Yes. Uh, Is there any way to convince his boyfriend to watch them? But also I thought in general, the question is, (laughs) 
to ask is how to um, if if there are things you want your significant other to get into, how do you get them to like those things? Well, 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 well. So let's start with you with investigation discovery. Then I'm going to ask Anango, you about you and your husband. Mm-hmm. But real quickly though, just so I know, Anango, do you watch any murders? I do, but a lot of like low budget Netflix stuff. Uh-huh. Um, like I don't have the names on recall. I'll just click on whatever if it's like such okay. and such murders. Um, okay. So a, a lot of like shitty reenactment stuff. Yes, um, yes, yes, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, a- accurate. Um, well, Michael, <laughs> Michael said, have you watched I Am A Killer? Yes, I have, okay? Those are interviews with people from their prison and they talk about what they did. It's like, oh, I I've mean- seen, I've seen I Am A Killer. Oh my God, yeah. Yes, so okay. I Am A Killer. That's a good, definitely a Netflix story. Now, okay, here's what I tried to do a little bit. Here's what I, first of all, I will say this, Michael. I don't necessarily want my lover to be into all the stuff I'm into. <laughs> like my murders are my time. Yes. And so I kind of don't mind for instance, like you don't. However, one way you can kind of sneak it is you just have your murder on. And then that person will inevitably get sucked in because they need to know what happened. Because, Andy, I be watching Homicide Hunter and you're sitting in the other room. Joe Kenda. And Joe Kenda be cracking me up. His ass is hilarious. And then every now and then, Andy, you'll hear Joe Kenda say something and you'll laugh and you'll be like, what? And I was like, I told you. And then you kind of come a little closer. And you finish that episode with me because you heard a little Joe Kenda. And so sometimes he's, he's like, so he, he, he's so dark and he just tosses off like he's what solved like almost 400 murders yeah. in his time mm. as a homicide uh, police. And he has seen the darkest shit that yeah. humanity outside of like war crimes yeah. that humanity can throw at people. <laughs> yeah. And That's just like kind of tosses off the darkness. Like I would he be doesn't like, sleep. yeah, it'd be like, uh, like I say like, Oh, I love chocolate chip cookies. And then he would say something like, yes, I saw a pit of babies. He will literally joke and will legit. He, Cause he was, you know, he's telling you the old, you know, he's telling you the old case and he will legit be like, I was up one night at 3am because I don't sleep much when you've seen what I've seen. And just as I drifted off to sleep, I got another call about the next nightmare. And nobody wrote that, okay? That's what Joe said. (laughs) He got a call about the next nightmare. (laughs) You gotta watch Joe Kenta. His ass is just surviving. Him and his wife, him and Kathy Kenta, Mm. they've been together. He retired. I said, I hope he treating Kathy right, because he was constantly leaving the house to find a dead body. So I believe that is an aside, but you just like play the things you like. Cause I think too, for instance, like, you know, I don't know a lot of music at all and you got me into music. Just like you play your, you play your music. And then I'm like, what's that? Usually just the rap stuff. Because <laughs> when you play the indie rock, I'm like, turn it right, down. Right, sure. But, but like, like new Negro soundtrack. Yes. Or like just op- Mike, open Mike Eagle in general. You yes. got you introduced me to him, mm-hmm. um, and so it's like, oh, okay. So I feel like that's what it is. Like, don't if if your boyfriend's not having it, then you just gotta like, you don't have to have it. But I'm gonna put the plate out, mm-hmm. and he gonna take a bite. That's just a fact. <laughs> um, wait. So what about Anago? What about you? <laughs> wait. What's your husband's name again? Lonre. Lonre. Do you guys mm-hmm. have like? Do you besides video games? Are there things? that you watch that he doesn't, but that you want him to, or vice versa? Or do you guys have your own separate kingdoms? I used to be very much like, you need to love the stuff that I love, or it's Mm -hmm. a problem. Um, I have since 
grown up. I've matured a little bit. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I love I love the murder shows. Um, I'm really into, I watch a lot of documentaries and so we go through, we go through like phases, but we're not always in the same phase. So I'll be Mm -hmm. in a moment where all I can watch are documentaries and he's just like, I need scripted, I need scripted stuff. I can't (laughs) handle that. Right. And then we'll kind of go sometimes meet in the middle. There was, we, we had a whole kind of Ken Burns phase where we were just watching Ken Burns together and then somebody faded out before the other person. And it was like, okay, (laughs) fine. You go, you go and watch your cartoons or whatever. Um, But like, I've, yeah, I've learned, I think it's exactly like Naomi said, that you kind of do your own thing, you present it openly, you know, in a space where a communal space where everyone can access it. And if someone feels so inclined, they'll come into it. And and that happens more often than not. So like he watches this show. Have you heard of Forged in Fire? It's like this show where people, people make swords and knives. <laughs> What's this on? Wait, for like LARPing or something? They, they just make swords and knives. And this man, I don't know his qualifications, but he evaluates <laughs> the swords and knives. Um, and actually, Roxanne Gay just tweeted about how amazing this show was. Oh, and wow. I shared it with Lon Ray to, to, make him, to give him a little boost. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so he loves the show. And I think it's ridiculous. And I want like no parts of it. But if he's sitting there, if he's in bed and it's on, I yeah. will just be like, okay, fine. I submit. I'm going to watch this episode. So it's a, pro- it's a proximity thing. So, yeah. but, but don't be offended if your partner is like, I just can't get into this. Like people have their things. I used to be personally offended if like the yeah. thing that I love <laughs> yes. was, I felt, yes, it was yes. like, you've attacked me, my character, my right. family. You like, don't love me. Like, you don't you love don't me. Want- right. And you never did. How, how old <laughs> were <a> you? Lie. <laughs> how old were you when that happened? Because to me, the, I, I was like, if you didn't like Death Cab for Cutie or some shit like that, mm-hmm. whatever it is, pavement, that like <laughs> I had built my identity based on the things I liked. Yeah. yeah. And then when I, once I finally like had my own identity that wasn't just about media consumption, that then <laughs> they Damn. didn't like, they and I like, like, I, I don't know, what do we like? A handful of like, a handful of like rappers and a couple musicals. Are the only yeah. things that you and I musically, have in common yeah, musically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or in even TV shows. It's like, honey, yep. he's, honey, Bosch is back. He's happy. I could care less. <laughs> but then it's Bosch Ashada, baby. <laughs> but then I dig it, Andy, into House Hunters International, and now it's like mm-hmm. our show. Yes. yes. So it's like yes. you never know. Right. But was that like uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. before you realized who you were as a person? It was about media consumption. <laughs> I mean, I think honestly, the reason I was able to get over that because of my ex. Because we had we had a lot of things in common as far as media consumption. We liked all of the same music. We liked all the same moves. But we did not like each other. <laughs> and so it was like I realized, oh, okay, that doesn't mean anything besides other than the fact that we like the same stuff. Like you yeah. can like all of the same things and be fundamentally like not what the other person needs. So uh-huh. I think when that mm-hmm. whole situation dissolved, I was like, okay, I'm not looking for that anymore. It's cool if you like. Yeah. I mean, the, the one thing I will say, I love the movie Sideways. Mm-hmm. If you don't mess with Sideways, I can't, we can't. Like we can't. Really? We can be friends. And I know people hate Sideways. <laughs> <laughs> I have been berated at parties. Like this, I'm willing to die on this hill. But that's like the one thing for me that I like if I show it to you and 
you respond like, eh, that was fine. Like, I just feel like, okay, we, we don't see each other eye to eye. Okay, just, so wait, yeah. did you then, so when you and Lonry were dating, were you like, would you watch Sideways with yes, me? Was I that absolutely, test? yes, yes. I tested <laughs> him, yes. You tested him the Sideways. <laughs> did, did you, did you, was it like, did you lead him there? Did you watch some other Giamatti films first? <laughs> Yeah, it was a whole Giamatti festival. <laughs> yeah, we kind of yeah. just set up shop for a day. No, yeah. I think I, I told him, I think I said, like, I love this movie so much, which can be a lot of pressure for someone yeah. I know. But I just, <laughs> I I had to, I was already developing feelings and I just wanted it to work. And then, you know, this, the, the movie's about this struggling writer and he was a struggling writer. And I was like, this is so perfect. And he, you know, he laughed at the same things that I laughed at. And it just was so magical in that moment. But after that, it wasn't like, okay, now we need to like all the same stuff. It was like, okay, we've passed, we've jumped past the hurdle. He got an A plus <laughs> on the test. Now we can just be our normal, happy selves. Yeah, there has to be a certain amount in common, yeah. right? Like there's yeah. a lot of movies and a lot of TV you and I watch together. Right, and we laugh at a lot of the same stuff there. But it doesn't have to, the Venn diagram doesn't have to be a total circle. Is well, there I, a thing? Like a th- yeah, a thing that we bought. Like, like what's- one thing where like, this is the hill I will die on. And if you, if you don't mess with this, I just can't get past it. No, because I, I think I just had, I had so many girlfriends, not so many, but like I had. So <laughs> many girlfriends. But like I had a lot of girlfriends who like, we liked all the same shit. Little right. girls. Like, there was just like no chemistry. Mm. And, and I'm like, well, yeah, but we but we both like Yola Tango, so we have to be we have to <laughs> right. get married and have kids and die together. <laughs> yeah. Of course, it follows. <laughs> yeah, naturally. <laughs> yeah, so like I think once I like there I gave that up. It just didn't matter anymore. Yeah. And then I yeah. was just the total opposite of everything. It was like, why do what do all these t-shirts mean? Because all you have are band t-shirts. I was like, I don't know who any of these people are. Oh my Archers god. Archers of Loaf. <laughs> Except Anango, you have to know. Andy, when Andy wears his Samus shirt, the one, the eight bit, like what is the? It's like a, it's oh. it's like an eight bit Samus. Yes. Like, yes. Sa- when yes. Andy wears his Samus shirt, he suddenly becomes Black girl's favorite person. <laughs> they like find him, and like suddenly it's like he the he the one yes. about that shirt. About oh something they like that shirt is just like a sign that like okay he's cool. And oh, if I'm there when he's joy. wearing the shirt, oh my god, it's a wrap. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta protect my relationship. Well, I, I apologize it. for that part of it, but in terms of building community, I'm very excited about that. That's yes. really, really cool to hear. No, it's good. I want one. I gotta get one because I'm gonna send you one. Oh just let God, me know. I have try. excess inventory. Because you do of quarantine. Oh, right, right. I will Everything buy it. Go. I will buy it. I got you. But sis. I love that shirt. Thank you. Let's do one more. Okay, yes. Because this is very pertinent to the uh, time period we are all living (laughs) in right now. (laughs) This comes to us from, quote unquote, a big fan (laughs) by email. The subject is how to miss a bitch when you're in quarantine with them. Yes. Mm. Yes. Dear Andy and Naomi, I'm a big fan of your advice. Gotta miss a bitch. Uh, yeah. Do you want to just explain yeah, to so Anango Anango, quickly? My, you know, we said very early on, I feel like episode one or two of this podcast, you know, the key to any good relationship is being apart. You yes. got to miss a bitch for love to last. You got to mm. forget they face. You got to come to the dinner table with a story. You you got to make the heart grow fonder. Uh-huh. You know? So that is, yeah, that's what we... 
Gotta miss a bitch. Gotta miss a bitch. So uh, my boyfriend usually works 10 hours a day, sometimes more, and I've structured my life around staying busy throughout the day with my own work and hobbies and then spending quality time together in the evenings. Yes. We moved to NYC a year and a half ago for his work, so I really had to adjust to being alone most of the day. Before the shelter-in-place order went into effect, he caught COVID-19 from a coworker. Oh, no. Oh, it was a scary week that he was sick, but he made a full recovery apart from a pervasive cough okay. that the doctor says he'll have for a while. Ooh. Parenthesis. Good. He's back. He's back. Not related, but just to share with you, that is the scary part of the virus. The fever is not great, but most people can get over it. It's the damage that it does to your lungs that is long-lasting can lead to further health problems. Oh, mm. And parenthesis. That, Naomi, this is why I am so psychotic I know. I know. about contamination. I understand. <laughs> we live in one in a one-bedroom apartment, and this is the start of week four of full-on quarantine. <laughs> Having cared for him while he was sick, but not experiencing any symptoms myself, I can only assume that I'm asymptomatic I'm an asymptomatic carrier and have also not left the apartment. Now that he's recovering, he's bored and follows me around. <laughs> he's uh, he's rearranging the furniture and reorganizing the cupboard, the, the cupboards, the cupboards, the cupboards, cupboards. The cupboards really got you for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> the cupboards. The cupboards. <laughs> What's a cupboard, Naomi? <laughs> the cupboards and fridge. Oh my God, let me keep going. Finish. Jesus. <laughs> um, he's got Netflix playing on the TV in the living room while listening to the news in the bedroom. Oh. He's always coughing. I love this man, but someone needs to get him away from me. I've tried to express this to him kindly, but he always looks so sad to hear that I don't want to hang out with him all the time. Oh. Besides sticking my head out the window, what can I do? It's quarantine. It's a unique time. I'm trying to do my best to flatten the curve, but I'm afraid of blowing up at him and hurting his feelings. How can I miss a bitch when I'm stuck in quarantine with him? That's real. Cupboards. Cupboards. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> um, uh, yes, wait, you and Lonray, how are you guys yeah. be, uh, able to, besides the fact that uh, I think you said like you have the apartment, you can like go each go to your, your corners. Yeah. Um, well, what helps is that I am nocturnal and he is, is it diurnal? I think like mm -hmm. I, I thrive at night. Like I'm okay. just now waking up as we're talking. Yeah. yeah. He, he's like, he's winding down. And uh -huh. so like, you know, I think if things were as they regularly would be, you know, we would meet in the middle. I would kind of stay up and mess around and then crawl into bed at like three and he would have already been sleeping for a little bit. Yeah. But I think that that helps a lot just with our, our activity level that he he's thriving during the day while I'm just like laying about <laughs> and like trying to become a person. Um, but yeah, it's, it's tough if in, in not having the space and if you both are on the same cycles, I would say headphones helps. Um, mm. That can yeah. be like a, a signal that <laughs> a sweet signal <laughs> i you know and and most women will know this who walk down the street you know you put your headphones on yes. like okay this is in some way may help insulate me from <laughs> the foolishness and the foolery so maybe just having a little thing that indicates okay i'm i'm in my happy place right now do mm -hmm. not come near me <laughs> yeah that's true i mean i like headphones as a because I, I think you, you and i have started to do that yeah, I think also too when I know I really have to because I it's interesting. Andy is 
Andy's very good at um, focusing and kind of keeping himself working. He, he, you always kind of are at your computer with the headphones. Whereas me, mm-hmm. just knowing another person is like in the room or around, mm-hmm. I can't. Like I will just literally like, I'll just start saying stuff out loud. Not really a conversation, but just a yeah. thought. <laughs> I want to put out to the universe, you know? <laughs> um, and so just knowing someone's around. And so you can focus. But then I feel like I asked you earlier this week where I was like, I know I have to work. And I just said, Andy, give me the dining table. I just need to sit at this mm. table, but you cannot come around for a little bit. And then you're like, okay. And then you just like went to the back and you sat in the, sit at your desk. And so it was like, if I just say I need this and then you're like, okay, we'll do it. And also you say it kind of in advance. It's not like he's already sitting here and I'm like, you got to go. (laughs) It's like better for me to be like, hey, it's an Andy this. And so maybe since, you know, he's like a coughing little puppy dog, you can be like, hey, I need, I need two hours to do blank. I don't care what, like, I mean, you can tell him whatever. That's great. But if you just say it, because here's the thing too. If you set a timer, it tells the person, like, this isn't me kicking you out forever. It's, like, finite. But inevitably, you can go longer than the two hours. Kind of once that other person starts, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, go read a book. Next thing you know, they done started a whole new situation. Mm -hmm. You know? Don't you think? Like, if you do it in little chunks? Yeah, that was going to be my advice. That's great. Yeah, that that if you... You have to... um, be direct, yeah. but also uh, make sure that it is, uh, you know, you're saying that like, hey, it's only going to be for two hours. Or it's mm-hmm. only going to be for, you know, I have to, I was going to say, have a project. Even if you don't have a, an actual thing you have to do, yeah. you know, make up a thing like, oh, I got to read the Onions AV Club. Or <laughs> <laughs> I got to go through all the, the Hollywood, I got to go through Deadline and see uh, what pilots are getting picked up. Or whatever. Gross. <laughs> I'd be like, no, I will not allow it. Um <laughs> But I'm you sit right here. I'm gonna sit right here and talk to this. But then you, oh, you could also, you know, I don't know. I've been trying more to do Zoom like talks with friends, right? Where I'm like, hey, I'm gonna go talk to so and so for an hour, yeah. and then you can't be in the, you can be there. But you know what I mean? Like I'm in one room talking loud, and so then you automatically go somewhere else. Yeah. And now it almost feels like, oh, good, I got to hang out with my friend mm-hmm. yeah. separate, and then I can kind of re-enter the living room and be like, what you up to? Right, because yeah. the whole thing behind "Gotta Miss It, Bitch" is that you gotta have separate experiences to tell mm. your to lover. enrich to enrich your the relationship. Lover, your lover <laughs> to enrich the relationship. <laughs> That's what you have to do. It's true. I it's love like, it. Have Have y'all been able to do any kind of like? I was thinking about this as you were talking, like like date night e things, like like oh, you know. After the two hours or later on, how about later we do we do something special? But for now, uh, like get the hell away from too. me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You know, we we always have dinner together. You know, Andy cooks, so that's definitely yeah. time. But then the truth that we've done this twice. At his friend, one of our friends, Matt, who's like really into like horror and cheesy and 80s movies, mm-hmm. he's done Netflix party, you know, where you Ooh. all watch yeah, the yeah. movie together. And we did Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And killer clowns from outer space, oh, which to me was it. like it was like we would never, I would never, we would never watch killer clowns if he didn't say <laughs> we're gonna have a Netflix yeah. party. Yeah, and then it's like a thing to do, and we're sitting there. We take it drives. I want to do like once um, this uh, panic, once this uh, PTSD subsides in my brain. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I would like us to go to like the beach or something. If mm-hmm. there's like a place we can go where where there's no other person around. Yeah. yeah. 
Also is, I kept looking up, for some reason they're closed, but they need, in LA, because I guess this isn't the time of year for them, but they need to open up drive-ins. We could social the fuck oh, distance at drive-ins. Oh my goodness. Somebody is missing come. out. Thank you. I was like, this is the time to come back. You sit in your little car cocoon? Oh, I would be so happy. Mm. So we're back in the 1950s. <laughs> I'll take it. With integration. Right. At this point. <laughs> so get Shit. me that. But uh, yeah. 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 So yeah. So I like that date night. So yeah, yeah but like, yeah, say like, uh, and uh, so the date's special. I don't want to see you for the next five hours. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or just be like, hey, I need two hours to do blank. And that way they, you set this boundary. And even mm-hmm. if it takes longer and then that person, and then he knows like, you just don't not want to be around me. Men's so delicate. I know. And he had the Rona. He's so delicate. He's extra delicate. <laughs> he extra <Aww>. delicate. <laughs> Ananga. Thank you so much for joining us on this, this uh, was so good. Zoom call. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good to finally meet you. You yes. know, you know, our theme song is my favorite song ever written. Oh and not God. just for being a theme song, but just the fact that someone put Jubu in a song, you know, that'll always be. <laughs> I crafted so the whole verse around that. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm Real glad talk. you guys could meet. I know. I can't believe it. This is a meeting of the minds. This is like too yes. good. Two powerhouses? Black for yes. spectacle terrified. Oh, <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> the very first meeting. <laughs> All right. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Que onda, familia? If you're looking for a fun, feel-good listening experience, check out our podcast, Hanging with Los Otelos. My name is Shaboy Edgar, and this is my beautiful wife, Janet. Hi, guys. We're a bilingual Mexican-American married couple with two beautiful young daughters. We're ready to fully expose our life, discuss relationship drama, yours and ours, and fill you with faith, encouragement, and laughter. Se va a poner bueno, so come hang out with us. Listen to Hanging with Los Otelos on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For more info, visit losotelos.com. Hi guys, Katie Lowe's here, actress, mom, and host of the parenting podcast, Katie's Crib, a show that helps women navigate the colossal changes that come with motherhood. You'll hear from resilient mamas, knowledgeable experts, and me asking a whole lot of questions. It's real talk that offers real perspective on what it's really like to be a parent. So join me. New episodes publish every other Thursday. Listen to Katie's Crib on the iHeartRadio app or on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping 
and 365-day returns.